If you've lost a child, have you ever been in a situation that triggered some hard memories for you? If you have, then you know how impossible that situation seems. How am I going to get through remembering all those hard things? How am I going to deal with all the emotions that come with whatever situation it is? How am I going to get through this? That's exactly what I'm talking about today. I'm giving you five tips that I have used in my own journey that have helped me face situations that I've had to walk through that have triggered hard memories for me. How did I make it through? What did I do to help myself reach the other side of this situation? I can't wait to give you these tips. I know that they will help you in every situation that you have to go through that brings back hard memories for you. I pray this episode blesses you. Hi, my sweet friend. Welcome to Unlocking Joy After Grief. My name's Courtney, wife, mom of six kiddos, one in heaven waiting for us. And that's why I'm here. I know how you feel, that all-consuming pain and grief, the sleepless nights wrestling with the question why. That's exactly how I felt when we lost our four-year-old Sam. And it's my joy to share with you everything this journey has taught me. So if you're ready for biblical encouragement, first-hand lessons, and support from a fellow grieving mama, then let's lace up our shoes and begin walking this road together. Before we get into today's episode, I want to read one of my reviews. This review is from my sweet friend, Jen Smith, at Flourish Careers Podcast. She says, Your message and your faith are an inspiration. The elements of faith and education woven throughout each episode are incredibly helpful. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for that review, Jen. I so appreciate it. If y'all want me to read your review live on the air, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review for the show. That's the number one way you can thank me. I'm super excited you're here. Now let's get into today's episode. So last episode, I talked about... The 15 Promises of God for When Life Gets Hard. And in that episode, I mentioned something about my three-month-old daughter having an ultrasound that showed subluxation of the hip, and we were having to go to the orthopedic doctor to get it checked out. Well, we went there this last week, and we had to go to Children's Hospital. And I spent a lot of time at Children's Hospital with Sam, We would have to go there every time he had a seizure um, because we had to give him some medicine to stop the seizure, so they had to monitor him. So I was in the emergency room of the children's hospital a lot, but I also went there for his neurologist appointments. So, you know, I was there quite frequently. Um, So I can't go to that hospital and not think of Sam. I actually can't even go to the downtown area where the hospital is not even go into Children's Hospital, just in that area, and not think of Sam. The last time I was at the hospital was right after we lost Sam. He had a neurologist appointment that was already set, and me and my husband wanted to keep it um, so we could talk to the neurologist kind of about what her thoughts were on why we lost Sam and, you know, 
just kind of get her take on it. And she read the report from the emergency room that we took Sam to because we didn't take him to the children's hospital emergency room because it was over an hour drive from where we lived. We took him to our local emergency room. So we just kind of wanted her to review the records, see if that's what they would have done at children's, you know, just kind of like bringing peace to our minds about the whole situation. Uh, That was probably, I don't know, a couple weeks after we lost Sam. That was the last time I had set foot in that hospital. So it had been, it's been five years. And so I knew going into this appointment, it was going to be hard. It was going to trigger a lot of hard memories for me. And so that's kind of what I want to talk about today. How do you handle situations where you know it's going to trigger hard memories? It's going to be rough getting through it. How do you get through it? How do you handle that? So I have five tips on how to face these situations that you're going to have to face after you lose a child. Like it's, it's not a matter of if, but when there's going to be things that trigger memories throughout your whole life. Like I know when I'm 90, I'm still going to have things that trigger hard memories for me. And sometimes these memories are triggered by something unexpected. Like I remember one time I was cutting a hot dog for one of my boys And I started crying because cutting that hot dog reminded me that I used to cut hot dogs for Sam. So there's memories like that that come unexpectedly. I kind of describe it like um, the ocean. Uh, There was one time we went to the beach and one of my kids had their backs to the ocean and facing me out on the shore. And a big wave came out of nowhere and knocked him down. Like he didn't see it coming. It took him under. That's what those memories are. I equate it to that. Like you're not expecting it. It comes out of nowhere and completely wipes you out. Like you had no idea that that thing you were doing was going to cause such a hard memory or a hard time. But then there are other times where you know. You go into it knowing this is going to be hard. And that appointment that I took my daughter to was one of those times. I knew going into it because the last time I was there was with Saint, or uh, was after we lost Sam, I knew it was going to be hard going into that hospital because the last time I had walked those halls was right after we had lost Sam, like just a couple of weeks after. So these times that you know are going to be hard, I want to give you five tips that you can kind of prepare a little ahead of time to make it, I say easier, <laughs> I don't really think there's anything easy about this journey that we're having to walk on, but it could help you have some tools that you can use and have kind of in your back pocket if you need them uh, when you're going through this situation, whatever that looks like for you. All right, the first tip I have is be prepared with your lifesaver verse. And I know I've talked about this in many episodes before this, but it's so important and so crucial in my journey to make it. Uh, And in case you hadn't listened to any of my previous episodes, a lifesaver verse, uh, think of when you're out in some kind of water, a pool, a lake, an ocean, and you start drowning, what do they throw out at you? The floatable lifesaver. 
and you literally can hold on to it and it keeps you from drowning. That's what these Bible verses are. They, they're, they're verses that you can literally hold on to and it keeps you from going under. So if you know ahead of time, I'm about to go into a situation that's going to be hard. Then you can have this verse ready. Put that little lifesaver in your back pocket so that when you start feeling like you're drowning, you can pull that lifesaver verse out and repeat it in your mind. Now, if you don't know ahead of time and you're going through a situation that is triggering hard memories, that's when I believe the Holy Spirit will bring these verses back from your um, from times that you've read them in the past and bring it into your mind that you can hold on to. So, you, you know, lean on him. If, if something like cutting the hot dog brought back such hard memories and I started crying, then you know, the Holy Spirit at that point would say, okay, she needs some help. And he'll bring these verses back up from your mind, from your heart, from your spirit, bring it back up into your mind so that you can have that to cling to so you won't drown. But if you're in this situation and you can feel yourself starting to go under, and y'all know what I'm talking about, you can feel yourself being pulled down I want you to pull that verse into your mind and I want you to repeat it over and over and over again. You can do it like just quietly in your mind or if you need to, you say it out loud. It probably would help somebody else that's in the room. (laughs) But I believe repeating it over and over and over again will help keep you from going any further down into that sadness, into that dark place that those traumatic memories can bring you into and can keep you from going down even further, but then lift you up out of that pit, out of that dark place and back up, keeping you from drowning. When I was having my miscarriages, um, the verse that I used, um, it actually, when I started, you know, repeating this verse after we lost Sam, but we lost that first baby, like two weeks after we lost Sam. So it's it was kind of all at the same time. But it was, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind has stayed on you because he trusts in you. And that's Isaiah 26, 3. Um, and I can remember so many times during that, that period of about six months when we lost Sam and then the three babies that I would sit there. I could feel that sadness and that, grief start to take over my mind and it was so heavy y'all so heavy but when I could feel that heaviness start to settle on my chest in my heart I would just say over and over again you keep him in perfect peace whose mind has stayed on you because he trusts in you my mind has stayed on you my mind has stayed on you and I would just repeat that over and over again until he brought me that perfect peace that was promised in that verse. And that's what I'm talking about, a lifesaver, where it will literally keep you from drowning in that grief. Okay, so the second tip I have is to pray your way into it. You know, y'all know, prayer is the direct communication, direct line to Jesus. And I believe one of the greatest tools we have to help us get through this journey. So if you know going into a situation, this is going to be hard, this is going to trigger some hard memories, 
Cover yourself in prayer before you even get there. Pray for the Holy Spirit to be with you, to walk every step with you, to carry you when you can't go another step. And he will, y'all. He's so faithful. I knew it before I lost Sam, but I experienced it so much during that time and, and even now. He will carry you if it gets too hard, if you can't take another step. He will pick you up. His strength is never ending. And then while you're in the middle of it, just keep praying. Repeat those verses, that uh, lifesaver verse in your mind. Pray, ask for his strength to carry you through. And he's faithful. He will do it. He will be with you every step of that time, whatever it is. If it's like mine, it was an appointment until we left. Or if it's, you know, at that time of year, like, of course, the time of uh, Sam's heaven anniversary is such a hard time leading up, like weeks leading up to it. And then Christmas. Christmas is always a hard time, which I will have a podcast episode coming up about holidays and grief because that's just a whole thing. Um, But he's faithful and he'll be with you every step of the way. All right, so my third tip is to focus on one step at a time. I don't want you to think about the entire, like for me, if I sat down before we left for the appointment, which as um, a woman, I tend to, uh, especially I tend to overthink things. And so it would be real easy for me to just sit down and think, oh my gosh, this is going to be hard. And this is going to be hard walking down the hall and seeing the, 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 um, you know, all the places that I was there with Sam and and trying to feel those emotions again, it's going to be so hard. Like I could sit there and think before I even like get in the car and leave the house, I'm like overwhelmed. So I want you to not do that. Like if you feel yourself starting to like think, oh my gosh, this is going to be hard. This is going to be hard. I want you to stop. I want you to take that thought and say, not right now. I will, I will go through it when I go through it, but I'm not going to beforehand live every possible moment that could happen and possible thought that it could bring. I'm just not going to go there. And so what I want you to do is I just want you to focus on one step at a time. And I remember right after I lost Sam, even one step was too hard. I had to focus on one breath at a time. Okay. That second was gone. I made it through. I made it through because even focusing too far in the future as one step at a time was too much for me. Um, But now I am able to go one step, sometimes even days at a time. Um, but particularly when I took um, my daughter to the doctor last week, that was a one step at a time moment for me. And then as you're taking one step, you deal with the emotions that come at that point. Um, I had a, someone give me a piece of advice that had lost a child as well. Um, she said, Whatever emotion it is that you're feeling, feel it. Allow yourself to feel it. Don't push it down. Don't bottle it up. Feel. I want you to take it out almost like in your hand and examine that emotion, that feeling and say, I feel you. You know, I feel that anger. I feel that hurt. I feel that pain. I feel that heartache. You know, I feel that betrayal. Whatever it is, feel it, deal with it, and then move on. Like, don't stay there. Don't like, okay, I feel this sadness and I'm just going to camp out here in this sadness. No, you feel the sadness, feel it. Allow yourself to cry, scream, laugh, whatever it is. You feel it, but then you move on. So 
for me, like as I was, I, I, you know, I pulled up to the hospital, I parked, um, I walked across the crosswalk into the hospital, all hard things, bringing back those memories. But then there was something I wasn't expecting. On the way to the orthopedic office, I passed the room where Sam had an EEG and all those memories came back. And it was so hard and it weighed on me and I, I felt it. I said, okay, Sam and, and my, I had one of my older boys with me to help with the baby and everything. And I told him, I was like, that's where we took Sam for his EEG. And I allowed myself to feel what I felt when I walked by that room. And then when I was leaving, there was a picture and I will find it and put it in the show notes so y'all can see, but um, there was a picture after we got the little things they put on his head after we came back to take them off. Um, I took a picture of him and it he had his thumbs up. And so I passed that spot where I took that picture. So there was just all these things that I didn't even think about until I was there and all these memories were coming back. And it was weighing on my, on my mind and in my heart and... You know, I said, you know, I faced, I said, okay, that's hard. That brings back sad memories. But then I didn't stay there. You know, I felt those emotions. And then we just, I kept taking that next step, taking that next step. And Jesus, he is faithful. He will walk every single one of those steps with you and even carry you. If you can't even take the next step, he'll pick you up. And together, y'all will keep walking this journey. All right, so my fourth tip is to give yourself lots of grace. Don't expect, if you know it's going to be hard, to go in and be like, oh, I got this. I'm strong enough. I can walk through it. Because there's one thing I've learned is I am, without Jesus, I am not able to make it through. I am not strong enough. So know that, okay, this is going to be hard. It's going to bring back memories. I'm going to have to rely on Jesus. Just know that, okay, this is going to be difficult. And come into that situation with lots of grace. If you if you cry during it, that's okay. Give yourself grace. Do it. Cry. If people look at you, say, hey, I lost my kid. <laughs> you know, like, don't worry about what other people think. You come into that situation and allow yourself to feel those feelings. And give yourself grace to do it. So then the last tip, and this is my favorite, treat yourself when it's over. You made it through. We got through that hard situation, whatever it was for me. It was the moment we got in the car and pulled away from that hospital. I did it. I made it through. <laughs> you know, it, it's over. Now what? Now I want you to treat yourself. Because I'm not above, like giving yourself a little bit of something to, you know, look forward to at the end of it, at the end of whatever situation it is or uh, time of year it is. This journey that we have to walk on is so hard. There's so many hard parts to it and it never ends. Um, I think that's another hard thing about this is that this, when Sam left, it, it left a hole in my heart. 
that will never be filled. Now, I will say when I lost Sam, my heart was shattered, shattered into a million pieces. But over the past five years, Jesus has lovingly picked up every single piece of my shattered heart and put it back together with his love. Little kisses from heaven is what I call them, has filled in all those shattered, cracked pieces of my heart. But there's one part that will never be healed until I see Sam again. It's a big hole that's left in my heart that's, that is supposed to be where Sam is. He's supposed to be here feeling that, that part of my heart, and he's not. And so that my heart will always have an empty place in it that Sam is supposed to feel. And until I see him again, it'll be empty. And so that means on this earth, I will always have a hole in my heart that's supposed to be for him. So anything that we can do to bring some joy into your life, I say do it. So, you know, if it's a donut, if it's ice cream, if it's coffee, if it's, um, of course, I'm a, I love food. So that's where my mind goes when I think of treating yourself, but maybe it's, getting your nails done or going to the spa or going shopping, um, do it. You get through that hard thing and say, when I'm done with this, we're going to get a blizzard at Dairy Queen or we're going to get, uh, you know, get a fresh manicure or pedicure or whatever it is. Um, I, that's not, I mean, that is completely okay. Give yourself permission to do that. Give yourself permission to treat yourself after you've gone through something hard. Um, a situation that triggers those memories. For me, um, my local people will know what this is. If you're not uh, local to Alabama area, you won't know this restaurant, but we went to Milo's. That was my treat. I said, we made it through. It was hard. It brought back lots of memories, but we made it. And I'm getting myself a cheeseburger, a fry with a side of Milo sauce, and a large Milo sweet tea. Large. Yes, I did. So whatever it is, whatever it is that would bring you joy, do it. You made it through that hard moment. You know, will there be other hard moments in the future? Absolutely. Um, like I said, this is, it's never like, okay, I made it and I'm done. We just take it moment by moment, you know, and um, just a bit of encouragement. If you're new, if, if this grief journey is new to you, it doesn't feel like you'll ever not feel grief and sadness, but you do. It's the funeral home when they um, they gave me this pamphlet and it talked about the pain of grief at the beginning is very sharp um, and it and it hurts. It hurts in your chest and it's very sharp and painful. But as time goes on, it doesn't go away. That pain is, like I said, it'll just be there forever, but it becomes more dull. It's not as sharp, like breathtaking, because I can remember after losing Sam, I would literally, like it would take my breath away, the pain, how hard and deep it was. But as time goes on, through the grace of Jesus and his love and his peace and the healing that he brings to your heart, the pain is still there, but it's more dull. And the time between those moments gets further. Like it's like at the beginning, it was hourly, you know, um, but now it's, uh, it still comes, but it's just longer in between. 
anyway, so I just wanted to encourage you with that and say, treat yourself, bring, do something that brings you joy and fully enjoy, just like you had to fully feel those hard feelings, fully feel that joy, that happiness. If it comes in the form of a Milo's burger with extra cheese and that Milo sauce dip dripping off the sides, yes and amen, then you feel that joy. <laughs> Whatever it is that brings you that joy, allow yourself to do it after you go through that hard situation. So if I could tell you to do one thing um, after you're done listening to this, uh, it would be to figure out your lifesaver verse that you can pull out if you know you're going into a hard situation. Just have that verse ready. Um, and so you know ahead of time. Because mine, like I said, was Isaiah 26.3. And if that verse speaks to you and you feel like that's your lifesaver verse, you do it. It has helped me tremendously and I know it will continue to help me. But you find whatever one you feel brings that um, strength and peace to you that you can use to help get through these hard situations. Um, if you don't know where to start the last episode, um, I provided a free printable that's full of those promises of God that we talked about. Um, I'll link it in the show notes. You can get that. Um, you can read through it, find those verses. You can listen to that last episode where I talked about them and allow that verse to bring you the strength you need to get through that hard, triggering situation. I'll see you next week. Love you, friend. Hi, friends. I hope this episode blessed you. The best advice I can give to be able to make it when a storm hits your life is to know who God is before it even starts to rain. I've created a free 31-day scripture calendar that will help you get to know who God is, His character. You can find this calendar, plus bonus journaling pages and scripture cards, all for free at unlockingjoy.com slash God's character. This will also be linked in the show notes. I pray the foundation of your faith will be strengthened as you journey into the heart of the Father. I'll see you next week. Love you, friend.